Over the past couple of weeks, I have noticed a habit of thought. And when I say a habit of thought, this is an old habit that uh, from time to time uh, I have the opportunity to get reacquainted with. And put very simply, and, the only, and I, before I say uh, or speak of that thought, I want to mention that the only way that I can be aware uh, of this thought and to also be aware of, and this is the most important part, the only way I can be more aware of the space between the thought happening and my perspective and how I am experiencing that thought and to be able to recognize that I am not that thought or who I might be thinking that I am, but, but it is this practice that allows that headspace. It is this practice that allows me to have the perspective of witnessing this thought without identifying with it, without believing that it is the truth or that it is absolute reality because I know it's not. And in this case, this, this old, it's kind of like an old familiar friend. I have new, and I have spoken to many people who have these as well. These are some of these habitual patterns of thought that seem to sometimes come and stay for long periods of time. And then sometimes they come and go. This old friend, so to speak, is the thought that things in my life or my life is not working out. And I realize upon deeper reflection that the only reason that I would be thinking that my life is not working out and that things are not working out because somewhere along the way, many, many years ago, most likely when I was a young child and it doesn't even matter. I don't, I'm not looking to blame anyone or anything for me developing this habit of thought. It was simply what I absorbed from the culture around me the people that were most formative in my life somewhere along the way. uh, And I take responsibility. That's the other part of this too, that I want to say is that I realize that while I am a human being having thoughts that I can't stop these thoughts from happening and I can't regulate the content of these thoughts that what I do ultimately want to do is to take full responsibility for being the person that's having them and the choices that I make or in some cases don't make as a result of having these thoughts and, and being careful not or being careful to resist the urge to act on whatever thoughts that I'm having or internal reactions that are going on. But somewhere along the way, I basically absorbed this and for much of my life until I started mindfulness practice 30 years ago, for much of my life, I did have a vision for how my life was supposed to work. I had a lot of beliefs and there's nothing wrong with this. And I also want to say that I speak to and speak to and have shared mindfulness practice and mindful coping practice with many people who still uh, are very much invested in and very in taking this thought very seriously that there is a certain way that they want their lives to work out. And I am certainly not above it. I've certainly not transcended it. And I think it is something that is very normal and human. So this this past couple of weeks, there has been, for whatever reason, this thought has been coming up. And a couple of times, admittedly, probably more than a couple of times, admittedly, I decided to follow the trail of that thought. And in this case, I was, I did have some quote-unquote skin in the game. I did actually, I was falling prey to somehow this being true that that in the midst of 
the uh, all of the health challenges that I've had and and how those challenges have manifested themselves in affecting my work, my ability to be out in the community, uh, doing the work in the community that I love doing, and uh, it is, and it's it has definitely brought about a uh, an opportunity for me to make a choice about what is right for me in terms of utilizing the limited time and energy that I have. And I know as all human beings, whether we are completely uh, 100% physically healthy or not, that we only have so much time and so much energy. But in this case, uh, somehow there was a part of me that was, or maybe it was all of me, I shouldn't even say part of me, that I was buying into this, that somehow I really was beginning to to believe these thoughts that I was happening about how it felt like and that and I think the narrative came around you know this year nothing has worked out nothing has has gone the way that I've wanted it to and I would sort of review the year going back to January 1st and beginning to analyze and really thinking of all the things that just seemed to fall away naturally on their own and and my and my need to cling to them and to try to perpetuate these things that I thought needed to happen and who I thought that I needed to be somehow in the midst of all of the physical pain that I was dealing with and the physical fear the physiological fear and uh, yeah that I was feeling that ultimately these things, without me realizing it, I just let go evidently of a lot of things that I that I came into this year with ideas about. And this is, and I'm admitting this as someone who has practiced mindfulness for over 30 years. I, I say this because I want to make the very important point that it does not, you know, practicing mindfulness does not uh, guarantee that. We're not we, that we're you know that we are going to eliminate any self-defeating thoughts or patterns of thought, or any negative or self-defeating self-talk that we may engage in, and a lot of it has to do, and what I'm finding is that a lot of this has to do with if my perspective is about th- you know regarding things working out, if I really have a lot of thoughts around that. And I'm, and I'm thinking a lot about it and I'm analyzing it and I'm trying to prove to myself and to make this case for how much things have not worked out. I first want to recognize that that has its genesis in the before, before any of that happens, it is my thoughts about how things should work out. It is my beliefs about who I am and my, me forming an identity around this is who I am. This is how I'm moving forward. This is what I want to see. This is what I need to see happen. And again, there's nothing wrong or bad about any of this. It's just it is a very normal human response to uh, living a life where we are looking forward and, and, and in some cases, we're looking backward as well for reinforcing this model of what we want to change and how we want to do what is different and be different in some way. And with the belief that if I do that, then, quote unquote, things are going to be different. And then it suddenly cements this model or puts this model in stone. And maybe I shouldn't even say in stone because maybe this model in some cases does change and morph and evolve over time 
based on the external circumstances, but I don't want to get too wrapped up in how all this works. What I really want to speak about is that it is first any beliefs that I have about how it should be, or even before that, any thoughts that I have about how it is and making you know, resisting the temptation to, to buy into any thoughts where I'm judging how it is and, and, and creating beliefs around how I think it should be and getting really wrapped up in finding the differences between how it is and how I think it should be in the future. And then I begin to be identified as this person who is moving forward, trying to make my life different, trying to make myself different trying to act different, trying to think differently. And what I what I have discovered in my own life is is that for me it has been futile to do this because ultimately what ends up happening is while I am busy buying into these thoughts about how it is and how it should be and uh, buying into my beliefs about how it should be that form from those thoughts ultimately, uh, what's happening is life is doing whatever it's doing. And, uh, I know that is a whole other subject, the whole, you know, based on the saying that, uh, life is what's happening while we're making other plans. I believe that's how that saying goes. But anyway, whatever is happening is happening. And in some cases, what I am doing or choosing not to do could very well be affecting what is happening, but I don't want to get into all the mechanics of all the, uh, the analysis of what affects what is happening and how much and what percentages and how much of it is me and how much of it is outside circumstances. I find that all that really at the end of the day doesn't do me any good because really all I want to be able to do is to be able to be here. And I recognize that's a personal choice that we all, that we all have. And realizing theoretically, and when I began this practice, years ago that there was, it was more along the lines of a, it was a model in my head. I wanted to be able, I, once I discovered through, uh, having teachers who could illuminate this for me, that there, you know, what life really was, was what actually was happening and not what was going on in my head and not how I thought that it was. And at some point I began to to recognize that I, there was first a model that was built around, um, the importance of recognizing what actually is happening and seeing how life really is unfolding. What has happened over the past probably 20 years or so, and I'm not really trying to be exact about how long it's been, that at some point it has gone from uh, having a, you know, sitting down and practicing mindfulness, engaging in these meditative practices uh, that inform my ability to mindfully cope and, uh, and to be able to be mindful on my feet in the middle of life while it's all happening. At some point, it is it is actually evolved from just having a model about what is really going on and what I think is going on to actually experiencing. And this is what I really want to emphasize when I can begin to experience what actually is without being burdened by believing everything that I'm thinking about what I'm feeling emotionally and feeling in my body, if I can actually be here and experience it, then that is really, and I, and I hesitate to use the word magic, but I'm going to use that word because that's what came up and I want to honor my own intuition, whether, uh, whether it makes sense rationally or not, that I can actually really experience the magic of life because I can actually be here however it is, experiencing and feeling 
whatever it is that I'm feeling and whatever I'm thinking. And there's no need for me to be able to, uh, to try to regulate that or brace against it or resist it. And then if I can just be here, however it is, and that's really what I want to bring this back to what I was speaking of initially was that I was able to, after a couple of weeks of being visited, so to speak, by this old pattern of thought about things not working out, what I began to do was I began to find space within those thoughts, between those thoughts, where I really could just experience life working out however it was. And I didn't need to judge it. I didn't need to uh, to determine whether it was right or wrong. It didn't even matter whether things were going the way I had wanted them to go or even thought that they could go. I just simply at some point became, and there was no becoming, really, I shouldn't even use that word, but I found myself just being a human being, breathing in and out, experiencing whatever I was experiencing without any need to compare it to any visions that I may have had about how it should be or how I wanted to create a life that was a certain way. And there began to be all this space opening up and all this room where I could just simply appreciate what there is to appreciate. And whether that is the things that are are nourishing and the things that make me feel better and in some cases appreciating the things that don't make me feel better. And I heard recently a very wise scholar, and I'm paraphrasing, uh, I'm paraphrasing what it is that he was speaking, but essentially what he was saying is that the kindness that we benefit from in each moment, uh, whatever, in other words, whatever happens to us, it actually has, you know, whether it works out or not, what we experience overall has so little to do with the fact that it ha- that it's happening to us. And he was using the example of a, a huge rain shower. There was a huge storm that moved through the area in which he lived. And they experienced heavy downpours for hours and hours and did have some local flooding. And there were complications. It was hard to get anywhere. Uh, some people did experience inconveniences of different sorts. But the point he was trying to make, and I really find this that this resonates within, within me and my own life, is that what was being experienced was that the earth was benefiting and all of the plants and all of the life that we ultimately, and I don't want to get too metaphysical here, but that we're all connected with and that we're all interdependent with, that it was ultimately benefiting the, the, our surroundings, but sometimes it is so easy to get caught up in our own limited human perspective of things working out or experiencing some sort of kindness or some sort of beneficence that it, you know, many times it isn't just about us. It isn't just about how it affects our life or our lives as a collective, as a group of people, but it is ultimately about how it benefits. If it's benefiting anyone or everyone, then it isn't just about me at all. And that is the, the, the point that I want to really end uh, what I'm sharing with, that this practice has enabled me to go from a place of being really wrapped up in the thoughts that I had about who I am, who I, you know, who I am supposed to be, what I am supposed to be doing, how it's all supposed to work out, the way that it should look, that at some point, 
I, I, I didn't try or self-improve my way out of being this way. I don't think I could have done that. I don't think I could do that. I don't think I could, quote-unquote, transform myself into someone that is just at peace with what is. But after what I've experienced over actually just year to date and even late last year, experiencing what I've experienced in terms of, of raw fear, physical pain, physical suffering, and in some cases, uh, emotional suffering that I chose for, for myself due to my way of reacting internally to the pain that I was experiencing. Ultimately, what has happened is that has all, in a lot of ways, has uh, I've been able to recognize that while it isn't permanent and that while it isn't 100%, it's been enough. This has shifted enough for me that I have been able to finally realize that it is, in fact, again, the fruits of this practice. And I love sharing the fruits of, the, of mindfulness practice. And in the, ability, in the increasing ability for us to cope more mindfully, to be able to more mindfully be on our feet in the middle of life while it's all happening. And in this case, not having to be wrapped up in thoughts about things, whether they were working out or not, Uh, and my needing to judge them and believe them and and let that color the lens through which I look at life, that engaging in this practice has allowed me to be able to just simply be with the thoughts that, that tempt me to go down this path and get really wrapped up in thinking and speculating about how things have worked out and how they haven't. I can actually benefit by just being here, not doing anything at all, not changing myself in any way, but just simply being here uh, free of the need to believe everything that I'm thinking about what I'm feeling in terms of what's coming up in my body or in my emotions about life working out. There's less of an investment in it, not because I chose to brute force myself out of these these thoughts and beliefs, but through actually more... uh, more deeply being here in each moment, however it is. And as I always love to say and and to share that one of my most dear teachers always reminded me that ultimately being here is the point. And that's what I'm beginning to realize that being here in of itself is one of the greatest gifts that I've ever experienced. And the only way that I've ever been able to do that has been through this continued sustained practice of mindfulness.